Safe of it to Radley. And he sends it back for Keary. He's going to kick over the top. And Manu is unmarked. And the ball bounces perfectly. Electric footy from the Roosters. Well, Roosters fans, our mighty Cox took on last year's grand finalists, the Parramatta Reels. Well, they were hoping to get the wood over our boys, but no, not on our watch, not on our turf, not at the home of the Sydney Roosters. No, not even Jack Gibson could help them the other night, the great man himself being an absolute stalwart of both clubs. Well, not only did we celebrate that, we celebrated some milestones. Young Sammy Walker, yeah, that's right, our dynamic halfback, well, he hit 50. And Victor, well, there's been a 100 games of punch and wave of his weight and punch into the opposition whether it's attack or defence. There was lots to celebrate out there Silky. CEO Joe Kelly and his lovely wife Sadie up in the captain's club entertaining guests and some of our great fans from East Leagues and I can tell you what a great spot it is to watch the footy. We caught up with Nathan Brown up there, see how he's going coming to the Roosters and this week on Roosters Radio, well we've got special guest Sammy Walker to talk about those 50 games. Well welcome to Roosters Radio Silky welcome to another episode this week after a mighty win over the Eels. Yeah, that's right, Bush. Hello and welcome to another episode of Roosters Radio. Bush, I just want to acknowledge the performance of Joseph Sawley'i off the back of what would have been a pretty hectic week for the young man. Uh, you know, his name was splashed across the media for, for all different kinds of reasons, good, bad and indifferent. And the way that he was able to compose himself and let his football do the talking there on Thursday night, I thought it spoke volumes uh, about the young man. And like hats off to him. It would have been a pretty tough week for the young man, and for him to come out on Thursday night and have a performance like that, I tip my hat to him. Yeah, hat tip here as well, mate. I mean, he was outstanding. He was dynamic in the centres, and then moving to fullback when uh, Teddy went off with that uh, with that knock from Bailey Simonson, you could just see that uh, Sawali, I mean, look, he's developed and developed. We all know the player he's going to be. We all know where he's going to end up in the next couple of years. What I do know is how exciting for Roosters fans for the rest of this season and all of next season because, you know, there's so much to look forward to, the improvement, the skills, the ability, but most of all the mindset. I'll quickly share with you, Silky, I turned up at Roosters HQ in January with some overseas guests, my godsons from New Zealand. Paddy Brown helped us out and, and showed him through a bit of a tour and uh, none other than Joey Sawali. He was actually getting ready for Teddy's wedding. He didn't have to do this, but he did. Paddy interrupted him. He came out and he said, I'll be out in a second. He said, I'm just showing a couple of you know fans and sponsors through. And mate, he came out and spent time with the kids, took a photo, couldn't show any more interest. It just shows the mark of a man. You know, he's he's exactly what the Roosters want in a football. He's a great example. And as you said, he was so composed the other night. But not just that. I feel like he was challenged. Like you see that step he put on, bang, and then went inside on that left edge and then sort of, you know, turned the ball inside. Yeah. He did that on quite a few occasions. He's starting to build his confidence and, and chance his arm. And I can really start to see that, you know, the athlete that was a schoolboy star develop in first grade. Bush, I don't think we had a bad player on the field there last Thursday night. Absolutely Honestly, like not. we could we could wax lyrical about one through seventeen. I thought all the players did their very best out there on the field. And I mean we can run through some stats like JWH, hundred and eighty meters, coming off the back fence and just straightening us up. There was a moment in that second half when he was off, we started going a bit sideways. Coach Robinson threw him back on 
and, uh, you know, points flowed after that. Yeah, directed back at the posts. He was outstanding. You saw when Teddy got knocked as well on that note, how he just stood up. And I think that just galvanizes the whole team. They think, oh, you know, the big dog's out there. And it was amazing. Look, special mention to Sam Walker. He's coming on the show tonight. Yeah, looking to, forward to speaking to him. To talk about his milestone. And Victor, I thought Victor was extremely effective, extremely abrasive, yeah. but extremely controlled. So I've seen from Victor... The type of game I think he sometimes doesn't get right. I don't think he goes out there to try to give penalties. I think he just sometimes doesn't get it wrong or timing doesn't go his way. But he was brilliant the other night. He was so assertive, so aggressive. He was great. And Sammy Walker at the back, mate. Wow. Luke Keary. Yeah. Had a cracking game. Couple of meat pies. His running game was on point. Supporting as well. So, uh, you know, he was excellent. Seemed to enjoy it the other night. He did. He He seemed to have a smile that I haven't seen for a bit of... Yeah, a bit of time, like, you know, since he's had yeah. some injuries and stuff. So he's You're just right, getting yeah. back. Uh, and also uh, last week's guest on the show, Lindsay Collins. I mean, look, our forwards dominated Parramatta. We won the battle through the middle. We talked about it on last week's show, and it gave our back line a bit of space, and we got that momentum. Look, we bombed a couple of tries in the first half. We did. And it, it could have been, I mean, the scoreline, 28-20, flattered Parramatta. Uh, it felt like it could have been, you know... 30 to 14. I know Coach Robinson wasn't happy with um, that defence towards the back end where they scored on fifth tackle plays and so on and so forth. So I'm sure they'll address that at training in the week. But look, young Jackson Bowler, this kid's been a revelation. He's scored about half a dozen tries. Hasn't he Um, grown in confidence? Mate, and what about the flick pass to um, Drewy Hutchison, Roosters Radio favourite, just locking in the little dog's eye in the corner there. Oh, wow. Well, speaking of Drew Hutchinson, I mean, do we mention the same thing Coach Robinson said, the uh, you know the new Mitch Orbison and, yep. and, and what a player. And, you know, I sat up there, I had the pleasure of sitting there, as I mentioned, with our CEO and his lovely wife uh, and my wife at the captain's club. And I said to him, I said, God, he's a good player, this, uh, you know, Drewy. And he said, mate, he's so reliable. I said, he's just a, a little pace off being in the back line permanently. But then you you talk hear Robbo talk, and Robbo's the expert. You understand the psychology behind Drew being in the side all the time. And you know what? You feel safe now with Drew there after hearing that. He is the new Mitch Orbison. We all know what an amazing player Orbo was. In Drew, we trust. Special mention must go to Daniel Tupu. That individual brilliance when he got the Brilliant. ball down in our own 22, carves up through the sideline there on the left edge. That, that little no-look pass to Keary, like it was just champagne stuff. That was the end of the match after that. But Toops ran for 236 metres, four tackle breaks, scored a try himself. He, he's just ageing, like, unbelievably. Like, he's just getting better and better and better with age. He's a great player, Silky, and he's been such a great servant of the Sydney Roosters. Look, he didn't have a happy first half. I did over here. dropped a couple, yeah. A conversation from Joe Kelly, asked him to get uh, get rid of the massage oil and get some quick grip on his hands <laughs> straight to the sideline. But, uh, look, you know, he scores them left, right and centre, and he's certainly uh, made up for it in that game. Bush, the spine. Obviously, we lost Teddy so sorely he went to fullback. Mm. But the 6, 7 and 9... They scored a beautiful try where they all linked, where Brandon Smith darted through the from dummy half through the middle of the difference. field, just threw that lovely ball to Sammy Walker, was just ran ran through the hole, mm-hmm. and then Sammy just threw the inside back to Luke Keary. There's some good things happening there. It just looks like they're starting to work each other's style of play out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think the I think Brandon Smith's working. He's such a dynamic player. We know that any club and any any the NRL would love to have a Brandon Smith, and we've got the Brandon Smith. I think he's working out his rooster style of footy. I think he's working. I think that game where him and Hargraves come on and completely turned it in the second half, he realised what he can do. It was a little, if you will, Melbourne Storm-esque Brandon Smith where he was going up the middle. Well, that's what um, he does, mate. He he gets the defensive like a lines. Because he's so strong and he's hard to Fast. stop. But he's hard to stop, you know, a couple of metres. Is he going to run? Is he going to pass? He's got all the skills. So, you, you know, you, you don't know 
whether you go and attack him in defence or, you know, he's going to offload it because mm. he, he's d- very dangerous. But, mate, those those little runs off the back of, I have to say, Hargraves, Collins, the Butcher Brothers, Victor Radley, we dominated them through the middle. So it gave Brandon Smith uh, opportunities to make those good yards up through the centre from dummy half. Well, I know we said we wouldn't wax lyrical about the whole 17. We probably have. But I have to mention Egan Butcher. My God, he's coming to first grade wearing the 11 jersey. Geez, he had some tough carries the other night. My God, he's made he's had tough carries all year. Egan Butcher has earned, deserved, and played out of his skin. If you think about, he gets bashed. He puts his body on the line. He, got, he, got, he, he got shows a level of bravery that I don't believe many men his size. I mean, let's let's call it for what it is. He's not a big rangy back rower like you have, you know, these fellows from Canterbury and Penrith and, and, and the like. But he's such a skillful player. So is his brother. And he uses that ability and that football intelligence to as a weapon. And I'll tell you what, he cops the hits on behalf of doing that. And I've got to give him a rap. He's been great and solid. One thing just before we go to our first break too, Bush, producer Pat produced a great stat uh, in preparation for tonight's show. We're going to be speaking to Sammy Walker in just a minute. But in his last three games, Sammy's made 72 tackles, missed one, and Parramatta sent traffic down that right edge uh, all night, and I don't think he missed a tackle. So uh, hats off to Sam. I'm going to ask him about that uh, when we speak to him a little bit later on the show. You're on Roosters Radio. I'll be back right after this with Sammy Walker, our 50-game man. G'day Roosters fans, Lindsay Collins here. Uh, when I'm not watching Netflix docos, I'm listening in to Roosters Radio. Well, Roosters fans, what a great young man we've got coming onto Roosters Radio right now. He, of course, is our most informed halfback. He is deep in the bowels of New South Wales Rugby League as we speak on a reconnaissance mission for Coach Billy Slater, no doubt, under the guise of Roosters training. That's how elusive he is. Well, he's not just elusive off the field. He's elusive on the field, and you only have to watch last Thursday night's blockbuster against Parramatta to see the elusive wares of this young, great halfback who is just developing and getting better and better and better with age, like a fine wine from Nick Politis' cellars. Sam Walker, welcome to Roosters Radio. Thank you. One of the great entrances. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. You're very welcome, mate. Well, firstly, Sammy, congratulations on a great milestone. I mean, I just pinched myself. We met you, Silky and I, uh, on debut ourselves and yourself, introducing ourselves to each other in the hotel in England and the World Club Challenge when we beat St. Helens. And fast forward a couple of years go by, you know, COVID, all the rest of it. You just played your 50th game, mate. Congratulations. And how does it feel? Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for that. No, it's coming around really quickly. I sort of sort of had to pinch myself a little bit after the game, uh, just my family and sort of, you know, reminisced a bit on, on the 50 games. And it's come around, yeah, really quickly. And, um, you know, still a long way to go this season and a long way to go hopefully in my career, but yeah, to notch up 50 games uh, pretty quickly and to be all at this club here, yeah, it's pretty special for myself. You've been in scintillating form, uh, as we know, this season. You've really kicked off fast yourself personally, but, you know, as a young first grader, playing 50 games and looking back on, you know, when you debuted in the last couple of years, what have you learnt about yourself and what have you learnt about playing at the highest level? Yeah, I guess I probably came into the league and was pretty free-flowing and uh, sort of just played my eyes and probably didn't probably didn't think too much about the the whole game um, itself, I guess. And I probably have taken a bit of a backward step in all that and probably just learnt a little bit about, you know, the game management and the role, my role as a halfback. And I think that's probably been a big step for myself probably the back end of last year and definitely going into this year's preseason and the start of the season so far and still just trying to find that balance between 
my natural game and then what the team needs in certain situations. So there's many challenges playing at the top level and, and being so young, you know. I mean, you've come in to the game. We all know that you'd love a, you know, a few more kilos and you've been working on that like a, a, a Trojan, but they come at you, but you don't take a backward step. What's been your biggest challenge, do you think, in, uh, in playing in the top grade in, in the 50 games so far? Yeah, I guess that's probably uh, was a big, big uh, learning step for myself. Getting used to the contacts and those those uh, bigger bodies, and I guess game planning to sort of head towards a certain edge. And no, I'm definitely enjoying that challenge this year, and it's definitely been a great, great work on. I'm you know very happy where I'm at, and I've, I know I've still got a long way to go, but. I think as an edge, we're heading in the right direction. Sam, when you kicked off your career in first grade, a lot was said uh, in particular about your defence and your size. And it's no secret that, you know, opposition teams send plenty of traffic down your down your side of the field when you're in defence. Just going over some stats over the past three games, and I've noticed that you've made 72 tackles for one miss. And I have to say, mate, your defensive effort on Thursday night was exceptional. As a team and for yourself, what do you put that down to, that improvement? Uh, yeah, I think three games is um, there's still a long way to go this season and I think I can't probably you know, rest on, on the last three games. But, yeah, I think I think yeah, our edge has been really good. I think Butch and Drew last week and you know Joey the week before that um, have been really good with me and they've, they've helped out a fair bit and their talk and their leadership in the, in the team is um, you know, really helps my development, I guess, um, defensively on that edge. Want to touch on the combos too, from round one to uh, our game last Thursday night. Uh, there was one example there where Brendan Smith, you know, darted from dummy half, you ran into the gap and then passed it to Keary for a great try. The combos, they, they seem to be coming along very well. Yeah, no, it's good. We've, um, you know, we're working pretty hard on it at training and, you know, obviously getting used to the way Cheese sort of plays and, yeah, I think it's definitely on a path at the moment, and um, it was good good to get that um, that connection, I guess, on the weekend that led to a try, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully a few more this season. The other thing I've noted too, particularly in the past two games, is with Jared back, and uh, you know, Lindsay's been in in career best form, I think, but just your game seems to be made easier when then big men are going th- forward, and we're rolling through the middle. It gives you space. Yeah, 100%. Now, those boys have been huge for us to start of the year. They've been unbelievable to start of the year. And I think, you know, as a half, you know, to consistently get quick play the balls and playing on the front foot makes it makes our job so much easier. Sam, the biggest story in the media last week was all around Joseph Suali'i, his performance against Parramatta, regardless of what's happened, you know, with him changing uh, careers in a couple of years. But the pressure that he would have been under, he's a young bloke like yourself to to pull off a, a performance like that it just shows you he, he's mature beyond his years yeah no it was it was really impressive to sort of see the way he went about about the game on the um on the weekend yeah i think his his development in that that fullback role as well and you know to, to train all week at center with you know all the media's attention to be on him and then for him to go out there and you know have to change positions sort of 20 minutes into the game there and then excel at that position as well it was yeah, yeah, it was really impressive and, um, yeah, very um, yeah, very happy with the way he played and um, the way he took on that role at fullback. Sammy, uh, you know, last year you had a taste of being in and around the Origin camp and obviously, uh, you know, under the great Billy Slater, you know, an amazing player and turned out to be an amazing coach. What did you learn from being in that Origin camp and, and how did you compare Billy to, uh, you know, your long-term coach, Trent Robinson? Yeah, no, that, that experience, I guess, to be in that part of the Origin camp, it's something you, you dream of as a kid and, you know, being a proud Queenslander and family having, you know, a rich sort of Queensland history with my uncle playing there as well. It's, 
you know, it's a great honour for myself just to be named in that squad and to be around such great, you know, Queensland players and, um, you know, former Queensland greats as well. They were all amongst the squad. Yeah, I definitely learnt, learnt a lot about, you know, Queensland as itself and the, uh, the way that, you know, the Queensland go about those set of origin series. And it's, um, yeah, no secret why they got the win last year. I think they were the way they trained and prepared. And, yeah, Billy's coaching was, you know, unbelievable as well and um you can see you know the way that he looks at the games you know very similar to Trent as well and they both both such smart football minds and yeah they both got you know they both know exactly what the opposition are going to do turn our attention to the Melbourne Storm this week we all saw last week they had a very grinding win um you know over South Sydney you know we can expect nothing more from them especially on home turf uh what do we need to do to beat the Melbourne Storm this weekend yeah I think um you know, it's going to be a big challenge for us going down to Melbourne. It's always a tough game down there. Um, you know, their crowd always gets involved and, you know, they're a quality team as well. I think, you know, we're on a path this year and I think if we can, you know, sort of replicate some of our, our footy in patches of certain games this year, you know, it'll be you know, a long way for us to win win the game down there on Thursday night. Finally, Sammy, who are you most enjoying playing with or alongside or having in the team? You know, there's some new faces, you know. You've got the Cheese, you know, you've got Egan who's playing out of his skin as well. Well, Joey Elite has been in there uh, with you now, but who you most enjoy playing with at the moment? Oh, I'd have to go with my right edge, I reckon. I'm, yeah, really enjoying you know the combinations I'm getting out there with Butch, uh, Nat Butcher, and then Drury and Joe Marnie when they're there, and then Jackson Paula. He's been you know he's been enormous for us this year. I think he's definitely been um, yeah definitely flown under the radar this year, and he's playing some awesome footy out there on the wing. Sam, you just touched on Jackson Paula there. We're going to get him on in a couple of weeks, but. To the Roosters fans, looks like a pretty quiet, unassuming bloke. What can you tell us about Jackson? Yeah, he's he's definitely quiet, unassuming when you um, you don't know him. But once he's once you uh, yeah get to know him, he's he's out there and he's he's yeah, he's very confident in the way he's playing this year. You can sort of see that confidence sort of coming out, and you know, just showed on the weekend that flick pass to Drew to set up that try. Like he's um you know he's he doesn't doesn't show it too much, but he's yeah he's very confident. He's um you know he's playing unbelievable footy for us. I, I did note Robbo in the press conference give uh, Drewy a huge rap, called him the uh, the new Mitch Orbison. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm sure uh, Big Drew would like that. I'd love it. No, he's he was unbelievable on the weekend. He's another one that sort of, um, yeah, he just does his job no matter where we play him, and he's yeah, he's a legend off the field as well. And um, yeah, I couldn't be happy for him. Yeah, and made 50 games in the East Suburbs, which certainly means over uh, 104 weeks in the East Suburbs. What do you most love about being down here and being in this environment? Um, yeah, no, it's also I think coming from um, Ipswich is a little bit, little bit different at, uh, to home, and um, no, nah, but it's an awesome place to be, and you know, it's yeah, Bondi, it's you can't beat it. Well, Roosters fans, there you have it, Sammy. We're so happy to have you on Roosters Radio, but we're just uh, equally happy to have you at our club playing fifty games, and we can't wait to watch your next fifty. But your form's been outstanding. You're really leading that team around the park, and and you know we know how uh, you know every week you just put in 110. percent Mate, thanks so much for spending time and giving us some great insights on Roosters Radio. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, mate. Welcome back to Roosters Radio and Bush. What an impressive young man. Yeah, look, he's he's really just growing. As I said, I don't forget, and I said it in the interview, we met him, he was just a kid. He was a kid in the, in the Worsley in, in, in uh, Manchester, and, and we love watching him grow, but he wasn't old enough to play first grade. 
Sure enough, he gets into the side. And who would think, Silky, 50 matches later, just shows you how quick it's time goes. so quick, yeah. It seems like yesterday we yeah, were there so true. introducing ourselves and he's slipping that croissant in the hallway. I'll never forget it. It was one of the greatest balls I've ever carried, right? That little croissant back to our room. <laughs> Thursday night, we take on the storm down there in Melbourne. Look, tough place to win. How do you see it? Mate, they had a grinding game. I think it's going to be an old-time Roosters storm classic. They I, always are. Yeah, they but always I, are. But I was a bit worried about Melbourne. I'm right into my tipping comp this year, right? So right. if I just digress for a moment, uh, my son is going overseas, and uh, and, and young James Markham, former producer of uh, Roosters Radio, said to me, Dad, I need to win this. So we've been really getting hunkering down on Thursday in afternoons and trying to pick the tips. And I looked at Melbourne, and I haven't given Melbourne the respect that they probably deserve. They showed last week against South that the old Melbourne Storm has not gone away. I mean, the way Munster played, he just inspires them, you know what I mean? You can see, uh, you know, Harry Grant and uh, you know at the nine there, he is just dynamic. That meanie is, is really, really, you know, come a long way in, in the absence of um, Pappensy Housensy. So, you know, I mean, look, Melbourne across the park look good. They've lost some really big forwards in, you know, the um, Bromwich brothers up to the Dolphins. I think it's going to be one on the forwards. I think if we put a performance on like we did against Parramatta, I just think we're going to dominate through the middle. And I think Brandon Smith's going to be a bit cheeky for this game. I think he'd love to get one. He's always, every time you see him, they must have a terrific relationship, him and Coach Bellamy, because uh, Brandon's always hopping in in, in a very uh, respectful but jovial way. But I think he would love to get the wood up, 1-0 Roosters. Look, Melbourne beat South there last week without Jerome Hughes, without Big Nelson. I'm not sure if they're going to be back for uh, this game. But I think you're right. I think they need to back that performance up, the boys, like they did against Parramatta. And they've got to dominate the middle because we can see what happens when we play direct and we play straight. The points come at the back end, you know, because we've got such a dynamic back line. Joey Manu's back this week. You know, is he going to play at full back? Is he going to play centre? We don't know yet. But what I do know is that he just adds so much class to the back line. Uh, unfortunately, Teddy's out. But to your point, Bush, Roosters need to aim up in the forwards and then the uh, the tries will come later in the game. Yeah, I think so. And I think to, to use the words of the cheese himself about how Melbourne will prepare, I think Coach Bellamy will have them willing. He'll have them willing to, you know, the will to win. But it's a real true test of where we sit in our season. You know, everyone's calling us favourites and all sorts of different things at the Roosters. And we know, uh, you know, after that first round loss, people were sort of a little bit shocked. Robbo mentioned he wanted to start fast. Uh, it's been a pass, I think, you'd have to say yeah. that. But I think this week's a real test. Well, I think they'll be a bit fatigued. They've had a pretty tough run in at mm, the moment, Storm. So I reckon we're finding them at a good time. So uh, off the back of that, I think we're going to win. I think we can win by quite a score, to be honest. I think we're going to be Roosters 28, Melbourne 12. Wow. Don't mind it. Well, I'm going to tell you, I think, I, I, I beg to differ. I think it'll be a bit tighter than that in the defence. I think it's Roosters 18, Storm 16. We've only, only oh, they're, always, they're always a point in them or, you know, they've always been pretty, uh, other than the grand final, but they've always been pretty close games, mm. these ones. And I want to give a big shout out, Silky, to a nice group of young men uh, named the World Champs crew. They uh, head down to Melbourne. I got a lovely text from, uh, we can only call him the chairman on this radio show. He knows who he is. Uh, Bald, bald sort of a fellow, very successful businessman. He mentioned, you know, for some of the people like going like yourself, you know, look, if you spend too much time with your loved ones, well, they, they get sick of you. And I thought it was really inspiring words from uh, from old Captain Hutha. And I just want to give him a big shout out because he was a kid at Henson Park with the biggest flag back in the 80s. Now he's, uh, you know, the kid with the biggest heart down in Melbourne watching the football and probably the biggest... Uh, 
tomahawk T-bone. So <laughs> looking forward to uh, you know catching up with a few of the boys down. So you're going down bush. I'm going to head down. Oh, uh, good man. I love my trip to Melbourne. Uh, you know Jay Johnson, COO, puts on a a great spread. Paddy Brown, tireless workhorse of the uh, the commercial department, uh, and of course who could forget the Tahan twins, George and Greg. You know they just put on a great show. So most beautiful hospitality in Melbourne. It's such a good ground to watch football, yeah. and I can't I can't wait to see it live. Silky, for the Roosters fans that aren't going to get down to Melbourne, um, you know, it's a great opportunity to watch a footy up at Artie's at Easts. And, uh, you know, you had a great game with the Dolphins. You've hosted up there. Just give us a bit of an insight. Sure, Bush. Well, we get a couple of players. So um, I know boys have been talking. It looks like we might be able to get Connor Watson and Nathan Brown. Wow. um, Up there on Thursday night, which will be interesting in itself. Obviously, Connor's... You know, coming back from that pretty horrendous patella injury, mm. um, Nathan Brown, you spoke to him up there at the Captain's Club, and he's only a couple of weeks away. But interesting to get his thoughts on, on the game, particularly since we touched up Parramatta there last week, his former club. Uh, you know, you get an opportunity to watch the match with the players, autographs, photos, a bit of a Q&A, and uh, where else would you want to watch the Roosters get the cash against Melbourne? Yeah, absolutely. It will be a great night up at Artie's. Don't forget, Roosters fans, get up and support the Roosters radio team and, of course, our mighty chooks at our home away from home, East's up at Artie's Bar. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We want to thank our special guest, the one and only Sam Walker. You've been listening to Roosters Radio, East to Win. East know how to play the game, they play it hard and fair.